This stanza is called Transcendence. The mind's eye is conditioned to gazing ahead. It looks horizontally through the imminent tides of the day. It knows the conditions and tries to discover the causes. It sees the unfolding of time and intuits the final decay. Always it looks ahead, like the driver of a car. But what happens when the driver stops, lays upon the grass and lets his focus fall upward and into the stars of the cosmos? The fixations and necessities of the horizontal gaze fall apart into total insignificance. And the infinite wonders of the universe reign through the mind in a graceful torrent of the sublime. So look up. The pulse of the universe is there to be perceived. The formless is there to be apprehended. The textures of bliss are open for encounter. But you must look. You must turn your mind vertical. Transcend the habits of the horizontal gaze. The thirst for transcendence is the desire for the sacred. And the songs of the masters are always the same. They say, lift your gaze to the sublime. In all manner of ways, this is always the message. But your mind's eye is yours alone to gaze ahead or tune to the cosmos. And no one can lift your gaze but you. So look up, look up, until you know the awe of transcendence. So this is a commentary to the stanza called Transcendence. Transcendence has become an unfashionable notion. It may seem naive and romantic to attempt to go beyond the imminent tides of the day. 
And the preoccupations of imminence are all-consuming. Life is a struggle of time, of work, of relation and causation. And dealing with reality successfully requires constant attention, much like the analogy of the stanza of driving a car. If you're driving a car, you must always look out for signs and for other cars and for traffic lights and for obstacles. You have to keep your speed in check and make sure that you follow the rules. And if the road turns, you must turn with it. So therefore, when driving, one must look only ahead and around, keeping the awareness firmly fixed on the imminence of the situation. And in life, necessity takes us on a similar kind of modality, which is to say that we are usually somewhat condemned and deeply habituated to keep our gaze firmly fixated on the imminence of time, of work, and the unceasing flow of causation. Life, in this sense, is always something of a traffic jam. But we do have the agency to stretch our mind beyond this way of looking. To actually step out of the car and find transcendence. And the analogy of looking up to the stars is not pure metaphor. It's something we can quite literally do. And when we do it, it does quite literally take us beyond the constraints of imminence and into the transcendent awe of the cosmos itself. And even the most ingrained materialist will find transcendental infinitude in such an act. And in doing so, even the most influential person on the planet must suddenly recognise that their influence and range of concerns are merely one tiny pinprick of time on one tiny pinprick of a planet, less than a grain of sand on the vast beach of the universe. And so it is that the bubble of imminent preoccupation may burst. And when it does, the mind widens and expands into the terrain of the sublime. And such a thing is supremely precious. For those on spiritual paths, this move is the essential task. Because it's easy for spiritual paths and practices to become imbued with the logic of imminence that is governed by habit and necessity. The path itself can be a traffic jam. One can even forget that it's possible to look for transcendence. But alas, it is always possible. And there is only one condition for its possibility. That you turn your mind 
in that direction.